Welcome back to Moving Forward. We hope to be a blessing as the Word of God is open, as we sit down with others who share their experience in ministry, and as we encourage you to move forward in your walk with the Lord. And now your host, Trey Mayfield. Hey, welcome back to Moving Forward. Glad that you joined us today. Today is another day to interview another man in the ministry. Today we have with us... Josh Williams. Josh Williams. And uh, Josh is a pastor and he'll he's going to tell you a little bit about himself. So Josh, where are you from? Where do you live? And what do you do? I don't know where I'm from. Okay. I was born in Colorado and then moved around a whole lot growing up. So I'm about half and half Florida, Jacksonville, like urban, and then half and half Georgia in the sticks, like cows next door to us. So Kind so of, are you kind like of a hillbilly? A or? I'm like a ghetto hillbilly. A ghetto hillbilly. That's yeah. great. That's Jacksonville awesome. gives me the ghetto. Georgia gives me the hillbilly. That's great. You know, being being here at, at PCC for so long, as I'm in my seventh year, I don't even know what to say anymore when people ask me where I'm from. I'm from Fort Worth, <laughs> Texas, but now I've lived in Pensacola for so long, so yeah. who knows? So it's a nice that. mix. Yeah. yeah. Josh, so you are the pastor of a church. Tell me a little bit about that. How, how did that all come about so, like well, how, where I, how i got to the church how you got to the church uh, you planted well, it so talk a little bit about yeah. that what so, was that like um well i was on staff at smyrna and doing music and like november of 2018 i think one one november huh. at some year uh, i felt the lord just kind of pricking my heart i needed to preach more the music was good and fun but so i had that itch so i was kind of looking and I didn't want to say looking I was really just waiting for a door to open I wasn't like sending out applications and mm-hmm. stuff to churches and uh Seth Fuller you may you know him yeah, right yeah. yeah fellow ginger he <laughs> uh he preached at this little tiny church plant with like 10 people 16 people at that time and he ended up giving the interim my number so then the interim called me and was like, hey, look, there's this group of people here that's looking for a pastor. It's a little church plant, and uh, I think they're ready. So the the whole history of the church was it was an addictions ministry, and then they started a church from that. And the addictions ministry was kind of the thing that ran it. It was more like a chapel than a church, for the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the addictions ministry fell through. And then the church fell through, and everybody in town knew it as an addictions ministry. So when I finally got there, there was eight people, including me and my wife, and another guy and his wife, who the Lord directed over to help start the church. Our first service, we had eight people. So I told him, I was like, look, you want me to be your pastor? Uh, We're just going to start a new church and change the name and plant something brand new. And so the first Sunday there... I think it may have been the Sunday they voted me in, but we voted to change the church name, voted in a new church constitution, voted wow. and re-voted in all the board members. All the things you can't change when you right. did, we did it the first Sunday. Wow. All unanimous. because There's no people, subtlety there. There's there's just diving in. So. Yeah. So that's how it got started. Uh, and that was two years ago. East, two years. Yeah. Easter of what 2020. But we didn't have to... Um, closed down because we we're less than 10 people so, <laughs> all right we can't meet in benefits of a small church oh yeah yeah so yeah that's awesome that's great and so now it's been two years and i'm sure god has has taught you a lot through this i'm sure right being yes. a young guy so 
what are what are a couple things that maybe uh, looking back it would have been helpful to know or some things that you've learned along the way? Um, um well, I think a uh, one thing that I've experienced a lot is the fact that God provides. Because mm-hmm. we went, we left a church that was paying me full time in the middle of COVID to this tiny church plant. And the promise was we may or may not be able to pay you $500 a month. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. It's the middle yeah. of COVID. So it by may, faith. Yeah, they're sending out stimulus checks. So, we'll, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so we bought an RV and lived in it full time because that kept the house payment down. Mm-hmm. Um, and my expenses, because Hurricane destroyed our first RV. Mm-hmm had tons of medical bills with my wife. We ended up moving five times between moving from Pensacola to the church plant, to the hurricane, mm-hmm. to Mobile, mm-hmm. back to another place. So we're out building this stage because we got too big, so we had to do an outdoor service. We did one outdoor service, and then they increased the limit. So we're building this stage um, out in our, our property there, and this guy took a wrong turn and drove by the church. And then he turned around and pulled in. He's a guy I'd met like two times. He knew who I was more than I knew who he was. And he was like, hey, man, I'm going to write y'all a check for $600. So he wrote it to $600. He's like, I'm going to give you half my stimulus. I don't need it. <laughs> you and, you know, and it was like, I mean, time after time, it was like that. We had, uh, I, my wife had to go to the ER for some things and it ended up being like a thousand bucks. And I'm like, great. Okay. Oof. Here we go. And unsolicited, this dude drops off $1,000 cash. I have no idea who he was. It was, you know, constantly like that. Yeah. The Lord provided. That's great. Yeah, it's, it's awesome to see when whenever you just trust God to do what you can't do. That's that's when God comes through the most, it seems like. And and I'm sure, Josh, that your your prayer life had, had really just kind of, I'm sure you, you were kind of standing back and thinking like, wow, this is crazy. That it doesn't make sense. And I like how someone explained prayer to me one time. They said, prayer is just simply saying to God, I can't, and you can. And uh, so, yeah, no. pr- prayer works. And, and I'm sure that uh, y'all's prayer life really was put to the test there. Yeah, yeah, it was good. I'm, I've seen the Lord do that in my parents' life mm. and in my life before then. So not that this sounds arrogant, maybe, but to me, it was kind of like, super expected mm, yeah because yeah, God right. done it all the time for me I mean all the time growing up and um so it was but for my wife <clears throat> she was kind of like mind-blown she was like at the end of the year she's like babe I didn't tell you this but I was real nervous coming out <laughs> here but the Lord provided yeah and he did I mean he's still doing it we ended up so that was 2020 so uh in 2021 we just still lived in an RV and the church was able to pay me full time. It took like eight months. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Eight. Yeah. And, and it, when, man, when we went out, I called all these pastors that I thought were my friends. <laughs> that <laughs> like, your first mistake. <laughs> yeah, like these guys who like I grew up going yeah. to their church until we moved away. And I was like, hey, look, the Lord's called me to plant a church. Would you be willing to support? And like we had done all the math, like, well, yeah, we'll have this church will support, no doubt. This person will support. And every church was like, no, it can't because it's COVID. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I'm starting a church in COVID. <laughs> yeah. You, anyway, yeah, just I didn't it. call them any names. <laughs> I just thought some, and they weren't horrible names. They were just Christian yeah. names. 
Um, twenty so twenty twenty one, we were able to give. We gave away like, and this uh, you know you're not supposed to say. So we gave away an amount of money that was fairly significant mm-hmm. for our income. Yeah. And then this year we're looking to be, get a house and get this house. Uh, this market is insane. It's mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. Right. Um, so we want to adopt kids. Lord's led us to do that. So mm-hmm. we need a house in order to do that. So we go to get this house and ends up being a down payment that is a lot higher than what we were expecting. And then closing costs were like, let me think, uh, four or five grand higher than we were expecting. Man. So we're like, come on, yeah. why are you doing this? Yeah. And unsolicited, again, somebody gave us almost 10 grand out of nowhere, which mm-hmm. covered the cost. Wow. And so the asking price for this house was 190 and we ended up getting it for one seventy. Well, assuming we get it closes on Tuesday, so okay, yeah. If nothing <laughs> crazy happens, we should get it for twenty grand less. Yeah. Every other house we looked at, and we looked at probably thirteen, probably put in that many offers mm-hmm. on houses. Mm-hmm. They were going twenty to thirty grand above asking price, wow. and the Lord worked this out for us to get it mm-hmm. below asking price, and somebody paid for. The down payment wow. and closing costs. That's amazing. Yeah. Now I was I was reading uh I think it's called The Power of Prayer by uh George Mueller. Anyway, I found this book at the thrift store and I thought it was a gold mine. It, so anyway, I picked it up and I was reading it the other day and, and one thing that he suggested when he was telling a friend how to pray, he said, You need to to not just pray and then just going about your day, but he said pray expecting. And so I think one thing that that misses out in a lot of people's prayer lives is that they they pray and then they just kind of are not really expecting God to do it. Um, and you know, almost like like your wife was saying, like, oh, it's getting a little. You know, I was a little nervous there. She is a woman of faith, so right? A woman, yeah. No, so I not not to criticize, not to criticize, not, but but honestly, <laughs> I mean, that's it's so common that people will. You know, they'll pray and they'll ask God to to do a great work. And then it's just like, oh, maybe they forget about it. And then, you know, but but God wants us to watch and pray. He wants us to to watch and expect that he's going to answer what we what we pray for. And, hey, man. Hey, man. And that's right. good stuff. And so thanks for sharing that. So I would, you know, I think the reason God provided for us is because this sounds so arrogant. But let me try to tell you. I, this is just the Lord working in me. Otherwise, I couldn't have done this. But because we put him first. Mm. When he says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these things mm. shall be added unto you. Yeah. And if you, the problem is we want God to add all these things, and then we'll seek him first. Mm. And that is not the order that yeah, God gives yeah. us in his word. It's right. seek me first and my kingdom, and I'll take care of all the things you need. And I give mm. you one example of that. So my wife and I, had a couple of miscarriages mm. and it's yeah, it's hard, hard on me, devastating to her. Really? You know, it's, it's, you know, changed her personality. And, um, I want to do something nice for her and I felt the Lord, you know, leading me to do this. And we went and went on a date and then we went to a fancy jewelry store at the Tinger outlets in Foley. Mm. One bonus of living in Foley. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I got a locket and some gems to put in it to represent the babies and gave that to her and uh, planted some flowers out at the church. So it's just something special to show her that I was sensitive to it because right. it's it's hard to understand as a man, but that just yeah. meant a lot to her. 
Mm-hmm. So between everything, I wasn't going to be cheap about it. Between lunch and a locket and flowers, it was about $200. I got done. We got back to our RV and unsolicited, this guy from Jacksonville, unsolicited, he, he said, hey, I have no idea, but the Lord laid this on my heart. And he PayPal'd me 200 bucks. And he said, go do something nice with your wife. And, yeah. and that, you know, the reason I did that for my wife is because the Bible tells husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church. Mm. That's seeking God's kingdom first for me in that context. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to put my wife first. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to trust God that he'll add yeah. all the things I need. Yeah. And he did. Yeah. That's amazing. And and story after story, God God constantly provides for his children. And there, there's such comfort in, in realizing that if I'll just do what what God has given me the ability to do, if I will just diligently seek Him and take care of the things that you know, be being a good steward of what He has given me, then He will He will constantly provide time after time, and He gives us exactly what we need. And, and truly, Matthew six thirty three is a, is a wonderful verse that if we'll just seek Him first, then everything God God will take care of everything. And so, Josh, thanks for sharing that. I mean the. For us, the the biggest verse I prayed for scripture that goes with my prayer was that uh, Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church Mm -hmm. and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Mm -hmm. Because here I'm 20 stinking three years old, barely, barely. (laughs) Like I had had my birthday like a few weeks before I came to the church or a Mm -hmm. few months before. So I'm barely 23 (laughs) and my wife is 22. And we're starting a church in the middle of COVID. <laughs> Great timing, right? And yeah. no money. So <clears throat> you can't go door to door. Yeah. You know, we changed the church name our first Sunday. So we had no tracks to hand out, Oof. no church sign, no anything. And we would pray, all right, Lord, you called me here. You have to do this or it won't get done. And every single Sunday, during 2020 without a sign and we did eventually get a sign a few months later and tracks a few months later we had visitors every sunday like i don't know how they heard (laughs) about us or what but they were showing up and they're like man we're gonna be back and several of them came back and stayed around yeah yeah and uh i mean with the lord whenever i start trying to do it on my own you because you have that tendency to get Mm -hmm. like okay yeah now we're growing now i gotta do something and it's just like I get reminded soon, or it's not you, Josh. I, mm. You're just a you're just a hammer. Yeah. I'm the carpenter. You that's, know that's awesome. That that's a great point. I was just actually in my devotions this morning, going through uh, the book of Zechariah, and and God tells Zechariah, "It's not by by power, not by might, but it's by my spirit," saith the Lord of hosts. And and man, and what comfort that would have brought to Zechariah in the midst of. Of a, of a ruined city of Jerusalem coming back from the Babylonian captivity. And uh, and the same comforting words that, that God spoke to Zechariah are the, are the same to us today that we can't do anything in and of our own of our own selves. It's always through the Holy Spirit of God that empowers us and gives us the strength to, to live for Him. And, and we just constantly watch God bless because of who He is, not because of who we are or anything we've done, right? And uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Our, our biggest prayer for the church and this was inspired by 
Shane Lewis mm. was that God would do something that he was the only one who could get the credit mm. for. You yeah, only, only God. Yeah, you only, know it is. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Everybody if knows. You know, it now. if you if you knew Shane Lewis, you would know hashtag only God. That's yes. The way it goes. Yes. I got the I got the polo or yeah. the the hoodie. It says only God. So um, you know that was our prayer. Or do something only you can get the credit for. And he did. Thing is, though, when he does that, doesn't always mean it's easy for you. Because yeah. I'm thinking, if you do it, then I won't have to do anything. Yeah. But it, it usually would turn out that the Lord would have me try and fail, yeah. and then He would come through and do it. Like yeah. for instance, we, uh, you know, we had that in class we took with Doctor Tice, uh, yeah, planning, yeah, church, church planning, planning. Yeah. yeah. So I get all my notes, and uh-huh. I'm like, all right, this is so we're we're there and we're meeting, but we're gonna have like an official launch day as yeah. a new church. So we do all the things. We COVID as the things lifted, we handed out over eight thousand flyers. We did a citywide mail out. We had Facebook ads that got like twelve thousand views mm. and or responses. I can't wow. remember. I mean, wow. we we were doing everything yeah. just to the T. And then two weeks before our open house, Hurricane Sally came through, destroyed yeah. all kinds of houses, destroyed apartments, destroyed my RV that I was living in full time. Yeah slammed it right into the church and so <laughs> there was a hole in the church I auditorium remember, i've never seen that on facebook so you know uh, our open house this is you know this literally is literally an open house. yeah literally so we had a tent that because that, we weren't sure we only had like 40 chairs and we we're expecting we could get more than that but because of the hurricane power didn't come back to several places for like mm. months so, I mean, these, the city has, like, no power. And so we had, like, 12 people show up after all that effort. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, Lord, trust yeah. the Lord. But from that, we did hot food because the church ended up getting power before a lot of the mm-hmm. city. So we did hot meals for three days. And we had over 500 people come through the church to wow. get a hot meal. Now, they didn't necessarily come to the church to go to church. Mm-hmm. But we were able to get the gospel to them. And I'm like, Lord, I couldn't have planned this. Yeah. And then all these people that come to me and say, I don't know what to do. I just lost my house. I'm like, hey, I lost mine too. Yeah, yeah. And praying with them, that meant a huge deal to our community, much more than any mm-hmm. silly open house I could have right, done. Right, right. That's awesome. So, I mean, that is, that's how the Lord is, you know, only God could do the financial things for me. Only yeah. God could bring visitors every Sunday and COVID and then. Yeah. You know, only God could take a failed open house and use right. it to bring more people. Yeah, it's just, it's an amazing thing to watch God do things that we could never dream of, you know. And he He, he gives us abundantly above all that we could ask or think, right? And so, uh, Josh, thanks for thanks for spending a little time with us this morning. Um, guys, I hope that you were encouraged. And I, I pray that you'll move forward in your walk with the Lord. That you won't just let the cares of life, um, the, the seemingly sometimes unanswered prayers, um, to discourage you because God is there and he listens and, and he loves you and uh, and so don't don't be okay with being okay uh, let's let's move forward in our walk with with God and and let's live for him um, if, if you have enjoyed this episode share it and maybe someone will be blessed by it go and, and follow Josh's ministry there um, with his church and uh, thank you for being with us today Hey, I hope it was a blessing. I hope I didn't get you in trouble. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Edit anything out that I said that would get you. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some editing. But if you guys, <laughs> if you guys have any complaints, um, <clears throat> just uh, don't don't tell me about it. All right. <laughs> there you go. Good advice. And we'll see you guys next time on Moving Forward. <laughs>